Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 47 of the pre-production meeting. I am your co-host, Josh Urquhart. And I'm the other co-host, Daniel Cagola. And Dan, 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 how the hell are you, man? You know what? I'm a little tired today, Josh, because I just came from work. Wow. A long, long, hard day at the warehouse. Dedication. Yep. Fucking the warehouse, those hands are made for hard labor, my friend. That's it, man. And it's, to be on a camera. It's the film grind, you know, you gotta, you got to make the money to spend the money. That's true. I heard recently, sorry, we're going straight into it. I heard yeah. that you've, you've set an amount of money that you're putting into the film. Mm, I don't. I don't really want to say it just yet. Yeah, because then people. Will can you bleep this out? <laughs> can, can you bleep this out? Yeah. Someone told me last night you're putting. Yeah. Well, it could be more. It could be less. Right. I think that's a juicy amount. Yeah. I do think, you Do you think that's fitting? I mean, oh, have you read the script? You have. Of course, I have, yeah. bro. Do you, uh, do you think it's fitting? I've read that? the copy of Austin's name script. You know. <laughs> no, I'm joking, bro. Um, I think it's yeah. No, bro. Fuck, bro. You could easily do that. I doubt you even need. Yeah, but I think that's it. Sorry, you're gonna have to. That's keep a lot of bleeps. That. <laughs> that's alright. Um, I I think yeah. that's yeah, uh, mate. You should be easily able to do that. Yeah. What What's it mostly going towards? Prosthetics. Ah, yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Location, yeah. which could be cheap. Uh, probably production design. Yeah. Um. And like crew and shit like that. Yeah, I definitely want to try and save money where I can. Like catering, I might be able to get oh, some mate, family easy. to do that. Yeah, or, right. You know what I mean? Uh, so, Who are you thinking? Have I asked you yet who are you thinking for DOP? Have you been looking around? I've got around a, a few options. I'm not going to say any names yet because I haven't confirmed anyone God, yet. you're really secret, eh? Yeah, well, I don't want to throw people's names out there and, and they're not involved in any <laughs> that, way. You know just, what? You know what I mean? That's actually true. Fucking Jimmy listens and then he's like, fuck yes, I've got a exactly. DOP yeah, gig. You know, and then I, one thing I don't want to do is give people false promises. I only yeah. say something when I'm intending on doing it. All right, I'll be asking you after the podcast then. Sure. How was your couple of weeks off from the podcast, from ditching us? It was good. I watched a few movies. Yeah? Um, is that why you weren't on the podcast? Yeah. Just been watching movies. movies. Well, the IMAX opened up, so I was there every hey. night. No. I was actually devastated what? that I couldn't see The Dark Knight. Yeah. So I hope they bring it back. I was devastated because I was supposed to see um, Interstellar. Oh. But I ended up just being way, way, way too busy. And yeah. then the the time, the day that I was going to see Interstellar, which was like on Sunday and the, like at five o'clock because Osto told me that we would wrap Baron a bit earlier. Yeah. Like... I don't know, whatever. But I was like, oh, shit, whatever. But it's all right. That that they're finished, and I hope they bring it back. I, I'm confused why they only have all of those for a week as well. Yeah, I'm not. I feel like surely they'll bring it back because it's going to be in high they demand. I think they got the Marvels playing at the moment, and they got. I think they've, they've think that's brought bomb. back. Yeah, well, the pre-sales were doing worse than the Flash. Did you see the trailer where they showed all the original Avengers again? That, yeah, they just took clips, and it's like, oh, is bro because they try and get that. the regular audience yeah. in, and, and it just whatnot. felt so awkward when it cut from like the original yeah. Avengers to this new movie that like oh. is so far ahead in the timeline that it barely links back. It's and like, I, really, I, I also think it's gonna bomb. And I saw this just um like during the week um because Brie Larson just hasn't made a connection with the audience mm. like say Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans or mm. whatever but everybody hates Brie Larson mm. and like that's not saying we do I'm just saying the majority of people have a strong dislike to her and I, I don't really know like she's a fantastic actress yeah I think some comments she's made I and think stuff um, like that. the actress from the new Snow White is going through something similar yes right correct uh, Rachel Ziegler yeah. and she's also fantastic but yeah. it's like I don't know I, I don't know what it is 
Yeah, I think they've just made certain comments that certain yeah. people are perceiving as yeah. perhaps arrogant. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, just uh, just just a distaste, I guess. But yeah. they even, I heard that they tried to like fix that by getting Brie Larson to make her own YouTube channel to try and connect <laughs> with the audience even more. Apparently that just didn't work. Yeah. I know. But anyway, sorry, go on. What have you been doing? You've been on Australian Idol and shit. Oh, right? yes. I was, I was um, working Saving on that, that for a yeah, day yeah, with yeah, Fetty. Yeah, yeah. Nice. No, that was really fun. It was, it was great just seeing how they actually shoot these things. Mm. One of the things that surprised me is that there's so much going on at once. Yeah. Like you'll have the main stage where, and they had, the day I was on was an exciting day to be on because it was when, they don't always have a live audience there, but they had one the day I was there. So like 400, oh, nice. 400 people came in and. Right. So they're past auditions now. This is like Yeah. So it was like the top 20 or so. Nice. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. And it was like 400 people watching them, all the judges who I got to see. Yep. Um, Who are the judges? Spectacle. I don't know if I can say, but right, isn't Carl Sandlin's one of them? Yeah. Can I say that? Well, I'll bleep it if I need to. I'll okay. Right. Up, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yes. <laughs> he is. Yes. <laughs> and I did see him in the flesh. Did you meet him? Not like meet him, but I, he walked past me. You say hi? No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. You were thinking maybe should I? Say no, he just. That? It's like whether they clock you or not. Like there was another host. Like yeah, I spoke right. to some of the other hosts, but just not him. Uh, who? Are the, who are the other ones? <laughs> You know Scott Tweedy from Prank Patrol? No fucking way. Yeah, he's one of them. What? He gave me the nod, like, the, how you going? I've met him before. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, really? like, I've Where? actually, like, oh, introduced him to, like, uh, we've shook hands and talked about shit. Wait, were you with Lauren when you met him? No, 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 no. I met him at work. Okay. Because he was, he once hosted a show called The Loop. Yeah. Um. You, yeah, you may have to cut this all out if you're not allowed to talk about it. That's but okay. Yeah. He, he was working on a show called The Loop, which yeah. Channel 10 had the right to once upon a time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Hey. There's his man minus the ninjas. And yeah. I went up and introduced myself and uh, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, what else have you been up to? Oh, well, on my film, I started working on my Bible. So me and Jack, my producer. He is confirmed producer now. Yes. Yes. Shout out Jack. Yes. So we've started putting together some deadlines for the film. Okay, so cool. I'm aiming to shoot at the end of January. So mm -hmm. from when we started the official deadline, it gave us exactly three months. Okay. Um, yeah, and we've just each week I've got different goals that I need to hit in order to make nice. the film possible. Cool. And it's scary because like now yeah, I'm it's a in lot motion. There's no turning back, right? Yeah, and I'm a lot busier now. And then it's like, oh, next week I have to have the Bible done. Oh my god! And yeah. you realize like how quickly time goes. And nice. if you don't meet your deadlines, it just it goes by and you blink and but the years pass. That's why the anything. deadlines are so important. Yeah, exactly right. So right now I'm focusing on getting my Bible done for this week. Mm -hmm. So I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm using your Bible and Jack's Bible as references mm -hmm. and just trying to make it look nice at the start so that I have like a template to like nice. go off and continue and just, I want it to look really nice so that when I send it to people, they go, oh, this is legit, you know? Yeah. and like Which I think yours looked really professional and Jack's mm. looked really professional. Yeah. Well. You want to, you want to, by the end of the Bible, you want to. You want to feel the tone, feel the vibe, and imagine truly what your vision is. Yeah. But I was wondering, should I do a Bible? Like, there's so many different documents, right? Like, there's lookbooks, there's mm -hmm. mood boards, there's Bibles. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, wondering if I should integrate it into one huge document or have separate ones for nah. each. Because oh. I, have, I have a document already that kind of just shows what I... Like, reference photos for each location. Yeah. And yeah. Like, Involve that. I think when I did the Bible, I combined everything into their bar the character like descriptions and stuff mm. like i did a whole separate document based on the characters mm. and like description on who they are how old they are like who their 
you know, based on and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but I think everything else, you know, you can combine them. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Is that the route you're thinking of going? Yeah, I just have to figure out how to condense it, how to make it, how to make the main Bible work, and then yeah, cool. Whatever else I want to send to people, nice. Like I'll have specific documents for cinematographer, and then mm. you know, ones for PD. One, like I, I'm thinking. The, the Bible is sort of the one that everyone gets more or yeah. less, right? Yeah. And then I might have individual documents for individual HODs. Could you explain to the listeners what's the importance of a Bible and like what is it? It just sort of gets everyone on the same page about what your film's really about, what mm-hmm. it looks like, who the characters are, um, the themes of the film, the tone of the film, mm. the style, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Are you a big mood board guy? Yeah. I'd you are? So. Yeah. Are Good. You? I am. Pinterest, yeah. brother. Becomes yeah. your best friend in pre-production. I'm, I'm going to have to start using that. I've never used it. That's the way you to You know go. what I have been using that's really good? Shot Deck. Oh, yeah. Deck? yeah. No, I don't. Okay, so it's basically just a huge um, database of different yeah. screenshots from movies. And they're constantly oh, adding yes. to it. Oh, yes. I saw. Who was it? I think it was I, the guy who... I think uh, the guy who sinned the Joker... He yeah. did like an hour video on his shot deck. Yeah, yeah. And like what he did to like get inspiration and stuff. Yeah, for so it. they're they're high quality grabs. Um you have to pay, it's a subscription based service. Okay, cool. Unfortunately. Oh, that's all right. But it's good, it's worth it. Like and the the way that you can search um images is really good as well. Like you can search based on the coloring, mm-hmm. whether it's shot on film or digital, like aspect You're ratio. Shooting on film, right? No. <laughs> um, like whether it's day or night, interior, exterior, how many characters, yeah, cool. the color palette. Like you can it, you can get very specific with it. That's amazing. Yeah, and the genre as well. Fuck, so I want to say it. You've got to show me some yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll show it to you. For sure. Yeah. Alrighty, so other than that, is there anything else? Um, Everything. There are other things that I'll touch upon. In the progress. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Um, Well, I'm trying to think. What have I been doing? Yeah. I don't us. even know. Since last week, we went on Austin set. Yeah, that's what we'll touch on in the progress. Um, in the pro, a little bit. Um, because we'll wait until Osto's back on, so he can give us his point of view on how everything went down. Yes. Um, I think he's pretty stoked with how it all went. Um, how did you? Did you have a good time on set though? Oh, dude, I did. I I, did. I just love being with the boys. I hey, did. And yeah. Making something where the stakes aren't too high. Dude, you missed the best part of the two <laughs> I know, days. I know. The best part, which I am, my back is still fucked. Mm. How did you find that getting thrown into a wall? I loved it. <laughs> I mean, not now, because like I definitely pulled a fucking muscle in my back, and yeah. like I've been struggling, um, just sleeping and sitting. But it, hey, it it was worth it. I've said, have you seen the one take? I did. Yeah, that <sighs> oh, looks good. Looks really good. Looks amazing. Um, no, dude, I loved it. I love all sets. The man. the elevator part worked really oh, well, dude. I like yeah. the way he pulls it. It did. It, it it was amazing. It, I don't know. It's just the whole the whole thing of it was amazing. It was made on zero budget as well. Mm, it's just yeah. a good time. It was a good yeah. time. Like everybody's on the same page. You, you know, it's nothing huge. There's no egos involved. We all just want to make something. The only thing I do find though sometimes when there's not high stakes mm. is that sometimes people can get a little bit comfortable with the amount of time. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll touch like, on that. Yeah. We'll touch on that. I feel like we should go through the pros and cons yeah. in the progress. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that's amazing because I, I, I 100% agree yeah. and it kind of slipped a little into that, mm. but 
overall fucking fantastic experience mm. and you know what i think austin's super happy with it mm. he had nothing on the line really mm. um and he made something from literally nothing so yeah. congratulations austin and he got to polish his action film skills as a well a thousand percent this is his first crack at it yeah. i think it turned out fantastic yeah, for him for i'm sure. super proud of him um yeah. but other than that you know i've just been working on my new film as well i've been trying to organize this premiere which i'll get to um and then another thing that you know, we've been doing throughout the week and this will segue into our next topic. Uh, Sasha's game premiere. Mm. Lexi Sasha's game. Um, but I think before we do that, which was last night, by the way, but before we touch on that, we go into the wrap-up of the week and Dan, you've been missing for a couple of weeks. Tell us some yes. stuff that you've been watching. Okay. Fill us with some content. Okay. Um, first movie was, I watched Insomnia by Christopher Chris Nolan. Nolan. Have you seen it? No. Really? Was that his first? No. Uh, his first was Following. That's right, the only one yeah. I haven't seen now. I've watched the rest of his films. Nice. Okay. And then I think after that was, was it Memento or was there another one before Memento? And I think Insomnia was after that. Mm, right. Um, and how was it? Good. It's probably the most generic film that he has, but it's like a psychological crime thriller kind of thing mm. with some really good plot twists. What was the budget? Was it when he was first starting out? I think it's like low-ish. Okay, cool. I can look it up. Yeah, I'll look it. it up real quick. For sure. I'll just cut this out. No, that's all good. I um, speaking of Chris Nolan, like I wanted to go see his film in IMAX, and mm. one of my friends did, and she saw Interstellar, and she mm. she was um she was a bit confused because um she was like for one moment you know it's normal resolution and aspect ratio, and then the next it's like fucking yeeted. And you know yeah, how yeah, we were talking yeah. about how the IMAX screen was a bit rectangle. Mm. Apparently, when the IMAX shots are on that, that whole screen gets filled up. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, I want to see that. So, so we bad. fucking saw the worst possible oh, movie. No. Yeah, because it's in, in that IMAX. really narrow, like. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then All I was right, like, gonna go back then. It, it was cool because oh. she, she's a bit of a film buff as well. And when yeah. she's on at work, we just like bounce off like film stuff. And we we're looking at. Oh, this read, is the one you were telling. Yeah, who's, yeah. who's coming on your film as yeah. well? And I talked to her about that as well. Did she listen to this? Uh, she, I made her listen to last week because I mentioned her a couple of times. Okay. What's her name? Uh, I know Sam. Okay, Sam. Yeah. Keen to meet you. There you meet go. You at the Osmar premiere. And I'm like, I was speaking to Jack as well last night about yeah. um, your script supervisor. Um, Anya. Yeah, Anya, yeah, yeah. right. Um, and I was talking to him about how I got Sam coming on to shadow Anya. Yeah. And it's like the best possible person. And he was telling me how amazing she is oh, at yeah, that as amazing, well. Yeah. No, um, that'll be really good for her. Really but good. yeah, but we, we were researching like the different resolutions and it like, you know, IMAX on film is even bigger than IMAX on digital, like in terms of picture right. size and stuff like that. Um, but we need to go back and see something truly oh, on IMAX. 100%. I really want to see The Dark Knight. I hope they release it again. Yeah. But you know what would be good? O Oppenheim, I think would be good because... All of it is shot on IMAX, so you won't oh, have that it? changing resolution. Okay. Yeah. Whereas the Dark Knight, Interstellar, all these things, they go from, you know, two by nine. Should or we see two Top by Gun? Third I think that's coming. Oh, I think that's pretty good. I think that's a good shout as well. Because I think that it was, IMAX, was all, I don't know if it was all IMAX or maybe a definitely little bit the, IMAX. I think like the flying scenes. Maybe. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I really want to go. I want to go see, I want to see Avatar in IMAX. I want to see fucking mm. the, um, Top Gun. I want to see... Interstellar, Inception, all these massive movies that were fucking missed. Mm. I want to go re-see them. Yep. Go on, my friend. Um, so, Insomnia, $46 million budget. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that probably went towards the actors because it's a great I can cast. Imagine. It's yeah. Al Pacino. Um, what? This is... Yeah, he's the lead. Oh, my God. Um, this this is, early in Chris Nolan's career. <clears throat> yeah. This is sort of a 
little bit of a spoiler, but Robin Williams as well. Um, was he like, let me guess, is he like some sort of narrator and then all of a sudden it turns out he's a character in the film? Not a narrator, but for a while. It's like, have you seen Seven? Yes. You know how the, the villain is like, you, you don't see who it is for a while and it's right. revealed it's Kevin Spacey? Yeah. It's like that. But right, it's Robin but Williams it's Robin Williams. Case. Okay, yeah. Spoiler alert. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, um, I can't say too, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say too much about this movie without really giving like, it away. It. But um, yeah, no, Al Pacino. I haven't seen him in much. I'm actually watching Heat. Oh yeah, week, which I haven't just seen, announced number two. To oh Heat. yeah, they did. Isn't Adam Driver playing him? Yeah, no. Yes, yes. That's Adam Driver is in a prequel apparently. Right, and it's oh, somebody's okay. who's directing it. It's some big director, Michael Mann. I don't know. Is it someone else. It's somebody. I, I can't fucking remember. But I was listening to a podcast and um, okay. they were talking. Because he directed uh, the first one, didn't he? Michael Mann. Yeah. The guy who's done. Isn't he doing? Who did? What did he? Did he do the new Ferrari film? Um. Well, did he? Fuck! I have no idea, man. I'm blanking. Let me right have now. a look. Nah, that's all good. Um. Uh, but yes, I heard Adam Driver. Yeah, Michael playing. Mann, 1995. Heat. Okay. So is he doing the second one? I don't think he is. Um. Let's see. And I'm talking about this, but I haven't even seen Heat, so. Wait, yeah, is it no, a movie? I heard it's really good. Is it a movie? Is it a movie? Or is it a TV show? It's a, it's a movie. Yeah, right. right. Um, but you oh, said it you says Michael Mann is directing the okay, next yeah, one. Okay, yeah, right. Okay, okay. interesting. Did, okay, interesting. search up. Did Michael Mann direct the most recent Ferrari film? Okay. Because that's, I, I think I'm, I don't know if I'm tripping. I think he did. I'm, with Adam Driver as um. Yes, he did. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, okay. Right, cool. There you go. Oh, so he's right. on a roll right now. Because I he think is. he disappeared for a while and he must be back. Yeah. So there you go. Nice. What else have you seen? Very good. Um, what else did I watch? I've got it written here. Obviously, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, me and also talked about yeah, that last week. Yeah, what, and what I are think... your thoughts? Well, we, we all kind of had similar we thoughts did. about we, it, We right? kind of summarised your... Yeah, I think, right. obviously, you go into a Scorsese film and, in my opinion... <laughs> you have to be very patient. You do, <laughs> like, look, you're you're gonna get quality, yeah, because the man knows his craft. He like, does, he's undeniably yes. talented. Yes, 100%, but I also mate. think him, and he's not the only one that falls victim to this. Um, he's become a little overindulgent in his work, and I feel like he's just starting to make long movies for the sake of it because yeah. he knows that people he can. watch it. Tarantino's mm. in the same boat. Even Nolan, I think, a little bit. That's a well. fantastic point. Yeah. That's something we didn't mention, but I remember you said that as soon as we came out and I yeah. couldn't agree more. I just don't think that movie's... And I almost feel like it's a... um, It's sort of like a counterattack to this whole movement of like really quick media. Oh my like you got God. social media that's like yeah. everything is 20, 30 seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, then it's yeah. like, oh, well, you know what? We're going to make movies three and a half right. hours long. And it's like- And they're still going to watch it because spins. we have those names. Yeah, exactly right. And, but they're so old. It's like those yeah. three hour movies, yeah. like what maybe they could have done back then just don't resonate with the audience as much it doesn't. Now. It doesn't translate yeah. because yeah, you can't make movies the same way anymore. Or mm. put an intermission in or something. That's a good idea, actually. Uh, yeah. Especially if you're sitting in IMAX yeah. for three hours at eight PM, <laughs> watching Killers of the Fucking Wait, Flower Moon. You were so distracting, jangling your keys every two seconds, sighing, <laughs> just going. <sighs> oh, for the fucking third time, podcast in a row. I wasn't sighing. I was trying to breathe. One? Yes, <laughs> I did. I was trying to breathe. Apparently, you turned over to Austin. Was like, God, he's impatient. <laughs> fucking oath, I am, bro. Scorsese's doing nothing at the moment. He's just, just yeah. fucking talking. I thought the performances are really good in it. Yeah. Oh, so did I. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially Leo. Leo smashes it. Yeah, yeah. He's always good. Yeah. Um, what else, bro? Uh, what 
What else did I see? Oh, I what watched. Else? I finally watched The Sixth Sense. Oh my Have god! That that? Sam recommended that movie as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think. Do you know the plot reveal? Because I feel like everyone knows. No, you don't know the plot twist. Sixth Sense. Yeah. No. Everyone knows it. Oh, dude. Okay, you need to tell me what you think when you watch it because okay. I knew the plot twist and knowing it, you sort of see that the whole thing's set up around that. Yeah. So I feel like same with that. That happened with Fight Club. I knew the twist. Oh but yeah, it was to, the same. To team. be fair, they spoiled the twist for Fight Club in the log line. And I'm like, okay. So, do they? Yeah. What's apparently. the logline for Fight Club? I uh, don't know off the top of my head. I don't like the movie. So <laughs> continue. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Six so, yeah, they sort of build this movie around the plot twist. And because I knew what I was looking out for. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that. That's that. That's mm. that. But I feel like if I didn't know that, it would have been more impactful mm. for me. I still enjoyed it, but it just... I don't know what it is. Box off or anything, Who's yeah. a boy? A Spielberg. Um, no? M. Knight. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. he's very hit or yeah. miss. He's got some yeah, great he's, movies. He's, he's got very some bad hit or miss, yeah. eh? I don't know how someone can be so consistent. consistent. <laughs> oh my God. It's yes. actually like kind of impressive. A hundred percent. Yeah. What else? Hilarious. Fuck me. you got a few movies on there, eh? Yeah, no, I just wrote notes on things that I've missed. Yeah, nice. Um, It's good. I watched this movie called Raw. Which is nice, this French okay, movie? Yeah, right. Um, it's like, it's like about this. It's it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. Okay, what did you think? I it thought was it was some be? supernatural film that was sort of like Carrie, right. that kind of vibe. Yeah. But it's about this girl that goes to like a veterinarian school, mm. and it's sort of one of those schools where they have weird like hazing ceremonies. Oh right, you know like how they do like uh, in America, like the sororities and stuff. They yeah, have all yeah, these challenges yeah. they have to do to like yep. bring you in. Yep, so they. Yep, yep. So they're doing all this stuff where they like throw blood on the students and oh all this Oh my God. But then it How just- How fucked is that? Can we just touch on that? Some of these stories I hear- Oh yeah, there's some cooked ones, yeah. Why? I don't know. Anyways. Americans. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we always Americans, talk shit bro. about Americans Do on we, Bro, you know what? On <laughs> most podcasts I listen to, they talk shit about Americans as yeah, well. even the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It's more Londoners. And I feel like yeah. London in Australia, like the We're English similar. and- yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar. Yeah. But um, go on. Um, yeah. And then this movie- So it sort of sets the movie up as that. Okay. But there are little hints that something else is going to happen. And then it takes a different trajectory. And I was like- Ooh, and something I love about foreign films, as in like European in particular, is they yeah. just they execute things in a way that you just would not see in an American film. Like How so? Some of the actual concepts, like the film concepts, yep. are a little bit out there. Okay. Have you seen Force Majeure? No, bro. I literally haven't seen many. Okay, so I'll, I'll break down this films. other movie that's literally the plot of the movie. It's so brilliant, but so... Just low key and something you wouldn't see in an American film. Right, so it's, okay. the film is about this guy who goes on a um, ski holiday with his family. Yep. And at one point they see like an avalanche is coming and okay. people freak out and start running. Mm. And this guy freaks out and like leaves his family, like runs away from the oh kids God. and the wife. <laughs> and then it's like, it ends up being fine. Like the avalanche just passes and no one gets hurt or anything, but it's about the emotional fallout that happens after. Like the wife oh is God. like, why did you leave me and the kids to die? And he's like, Oh, I didn't. I was just like, he starts making up stuff. And then like the friends start talking about it. They're like, did you hear what he did? He left his kids. And oh this guy ends up having like a meltdown. And what the like, fuck? And that made a whole feature. Yeah. About it's a whole that. movie based on that. Like really. Topic. And I'm like, that is so fascinating. Something you would never see in an Is American that the film. inciting incident? Yeah. The avalanche, yeah, yeah. right, okay. And the rest of the film, and it's just so brilliantly acted and like... Because, I, I don't know, I feel like the audiences for European 
I think European audiences are much more open to different they're, like things that are films more are abstract. More, yeah, their films are more art house. They yeah, have a art lot house. More, that's they're the more word. casual with nudity yeah. as well. You oh, see a lot more nudity, sure, and they're very sure. casual about it. Sure, yeah. And there's one, um, there's a sex scene in this film yeah. where it's just very visceral, and I was thinking like, well, the safety officers would have had to go over this kind of thing, but it yeah. adds so much to the story. Sure. Okay. And yeah, it's just it's a fantastic film. I, I really mm. liked it. Manny was raving about it as well. Really? So, yeah. No, I really yeah. liked it. I mean, I've got to start watching more foreign films. Definitely, definitely. I, I think that's a that's a fantastic point, actually. Like, the way that, like, the audiences differ. Because American audience, they're very... Oh, I was about to start bagging Americans <laughs> again. It's like the, the, the Western audience is very, like... Oh, it, yeah, fuck, it's hard to explain. I think Everything's it's a lot more on the nose. And there, <laughs> it's, a little more, it's a bit more Hollywood magic. Yeah. Things are sort of like, oh, it's all about looking pretty and like dramatic lines and stuff. Whereas like the Europeans will yeah. let you sit on a character just looking broken with yeah. no music. It's more raw. Yeah. Raw, more personal, I think. And you get some of that crossover when you get some of those yeah. European directors, like Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who yeah. sit. Which I think is such a beautiful like blend of yeah. Yeah. It's in cinema. It's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. Fuck. Good point, Dan. All right. What's next? Um, oh, and idea? I also... Yeah, one more. I watched the original Halloween. Oh, yeah. I saw that. You logged it. Three yeah, and a half yeah. out of five. Yeah. So, it's it's one of the earliest, I think, like proper slasher kind yep. of films. And it's very simple. Okay, cool. I was almost a little bit disappointed by it. But, you know, it's also nice seeing how far we've come with yep. horror. Because... I mean, something, I always mention this. Go. You know what I'm going to mention. Go. Hereditary. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say, when's he going to mention? Yeah, because I've watched it so many so. times, I'm almost desensitized to it. But then I think yeah. about like how shocked I was when I first watched it. Yeah, right. And I'm like, that's some heavy stuff. And like to get to that level of horror, we needed to start a lot simpler. Mm. I think, and really, you know. For um, sure. We've, we've come a long way with horror. But um, yeah, no, it was good just going back to the roots and the music's really good, but I think mm. they overdo it with the main theme. Yeah, and you still that hear, still hear that today. That just it's yeah. overdone and overdone and overdone. Yeah. So touching back, um, I think horror is a very simple genre. It can be. It can be. That's why it's so impressive when yeah. somebody does something different. Actually, like your yeah, Jordan no, you are right. Peels and your Ariasters. You are right. And I think that's the kind of horror that I'm interested in making. Exactly. That and that's, horror that has that's, layers and complexity yeah, to it. That's because it's a proper, I don't know, I don't know if it's going to sound right, but like they it feel more, more like, like a film. film. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Cinema. Cinema. Voila. Cinema. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yep. Halloween. Um, yeah. So, it, yeah, it was just a pretty uh, simple slasher movie. Yeah. It's interesting seeing, like, how the... Because I think it was made in the late 70s. Yep. Just seeing how the characters talk. And um, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was good in it. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the way they talk is quite different. And I'm like, I wonder if if um, people back then spoke in that way. Like, it's just mm. a more formal way of speaking. Mm. And I'm like, I wonder if that's the performances that were more theatrical or if the, if yeah, people just always, spoke more, oh, more formal. Right. Do you know you what I'm saying at that time? Life. Yeah, yeah. Because I asked mm. my dad, he watched it with me. Yeah. And even he was like, oh, this movie's very simple, um, but it made a lot of money. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, did people speak like that back then? He's like, yeah, I think so. Right, so, that's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I think as well. people just spoke differently back Cause then. Because we have talked about that 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 like olden day dialogue is very theatrical yeah. and dramatic. But yeah. 
There you go. Maybe people just spoke like that back then. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Is that about it? That's it for the movies I've seen. Good stuff, mate. I am lucky that you've carried this segment because <laughs> I have been way too busy to watch anything. You haven't seen anything? Any you know what? My weekly watching consists of Love Island from Monday to Thursday. Tell us about that. I, oh, do you really want to hear about Love Island on the Field Podcast? I don't know. It's just a fucking brain dead watching. I love it, but it's... Uh, yeah? Do you get into the gossip? Oh, fucking oath I do, bro. Fucking oath, bro. And like, I, I've always been into like those shows. You know what? Mum got me into Big Brother at an oh, early yeah. age and ever since then i've been into those reality tv shows um you know what one i liked um what it's the netflix one um love is blind no what's the one where they're not allowed to like hook up with each other otherwise oh oh too hot to handle yeah that one yeah yeah, yeah, i watched the first season of that i liked that yeah that's good that's just turned into a bit of a joke though yeah i heard it nobody takes it fucking seriously Mm. um but yeah no love island is on monday the thursday uh, and then I watch <laughs> where you're looking up. I watch, so yeah, I watch my wrestling. Oh, I watch yeah. the, the, WWE. the WWE, the Raw and SmackDown. Um, that's on every Tuesday and every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the only really ones that I watch. Consider- oh, and Loki at the moment as oh, well. Oh yeah, what are your thoughts um, on Loki? Yeah, we touched a bit on this yesterday. We did a whole thing on the MCU, but I'm I'm loving it. I know you're Austin. You and Austin have pretty similar views. Yeah, I I think it's fine. I just don't yeah. think it's anything. Amazing. Yeah, no, fair enough. Are I'm you really all up to date now? Uh, I think I'm one episode behind. Okay, right. Um, I'm really liking liking the directing style, though. Yeah, and the, the sets are really oh, impressive. Beautiful. The cinematography, the long tracking shots, really good. Aesthetic. Yeah. The cinematography looks amazing. I think the writing's pretty good as well. Yeah. Have you Have I, you seen the episode where everything like like <laughs> I don't know what episode. What have you seen? I haven't what seen the- five. Uh, oh, okay. So the thing's already happened then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That cliffhanger ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just okay, haven't seen cool. it after that. Yeah, yeah, it's a decent episode, the one after that as well. The okay. finale's on Friday, but yeah, I don't oh, know. Is it, are they only doing six episodes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, but, yeah I, I don't know about Loki as the protagonist now because I think for so long we saw mm. him as a vil- villain or an anti-hero. Mm. I think they're setting him up for bigger and better things and I think we'll find by the yeah, end of the Yeah, and they just the they did this with Boba Fett as well in the Boba Fett show and it's like yeah. when you turn an anti-hero or a villain into, into a, a hero, hero, you take away all the mystery and all the everything that makes them. Mm. And to be fair, we haven't really seen Loki do much. That's that's the other thing I was going to yeah, say. Like yeah, like he hasn't used his magic. Like there was that one scene that was cool when he uses the shadows yeah, to I know. trap that, that guy. That was cool. But like, yeah. yeah other than that, yeah, he's just missing been walking a bit. around. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think it's being used as more of a connecting piece to yeah. the larger MCU than focused that's what on it feels Loki. Like, yeah. It's more so it should be like called the TVA. Like yeah. that's what this season, it should be a TVA series and, and not I, call it Loki. Yeah, for sure. But in this last episode, Loki's character arc from that anti-hero to a hero, like you see the end of it. Yeah. Like you see him finally get to the place that he wanted to be in and it's a full circle moment so you nice. know that they have been kind of redeeming him and okay. in this episode he gets to the point where he realizes like this is who i am now um but yeah it's a very i don't know i wish they concentrated more on loki but i understand that they're trying to set stuff up and yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what happens with marvel man. i also i think that kang's introduction to the mcu has been a bit sloppy yeah, I don't it think they really know what, and now they're in trouble because fucking yeah. Jonathan Majors and, like I said last week, but in the a major predicament. Got dropped, didn't they? No, he's still in it. Really? Yeah, he's still in the court. I thought case. they confirmed that that she made it up or something. Nah, 
Nah, they're still going at the moment. Oh, they're should we talk to, about the writer's strike? That's what I was about to... I was literally about to segue into that. I'm like, you know, hopefully Marvel, you know, do better with themselves. You've got the Marvels coming out. But speaking of Marvel, you know, yeah. the, the the actors, they're, they're back. Where now they said as soon as the actor strike is over, um, they're going to announce like who they casted as the Fantastic Four and mm-hmm. stuff and this and that. But yeah, let's talk about the, the strike. So thank God. All the strike is now over and mm-hmm. actors are getting paid. Amazing. And writers are getting paid. It's absolutely fantastic. And I'm going to read the statement from yep. SAG-AFTRA. Uh, and this is exactly what they've come to terms with. So, in a contract valued at over $1 billion, fuck, we have achieved a deal of extraordinary scope that includes above pattern minimum compensation increases unprecedented provisions for consent and compensation that will protect members from the threat of AI and for the first time establishes a streaming participation participation bonus, which, <coughs> pardon me, pretty sore, which means they're going to be getting residuals for streaming stuff now. Good. Because they only used to get residuals for like, for, like uh, stuff that goes to... Like, that was the issue. Yeah, exactly. Um, our pension and health caps have been substantially raised which will bring much-needed value to our plans. In addition, the deal includes numerous improvements for multiple categories, including outside compensation, increases for background performers, and critical contract provisions protecting diverse communities. Uh, We have arrived at a contract that will enable SAG-AFTRA members from every category to build sustainable careers, uh, including extras as well, which was a big thing of Mm. what they were fighting for. Um, Many thousands of performers now and into the future will benefit from this work. Uh, And then, yeah, they say, if you want full details, um, it won't be provided until the tentative agreement is reviewed by the SAC after a national board. But yeah, that's basically it. And then I saw another thing. It's like November, whatever is it? November 9th, November 8th over in America, all this shit happened. You know, the strike is over. GTA 6 is announced. Shrek 5 is announced. (laughs) Omegle shut down. Uh, (laughs) The Boys Season 4 news came out. Avatar The Last Airbender news came out and the Ghostbusters trailer come out. It was that little meme. Have you seen that meme? I love that template yeah bro it's like dad what was november 8th like (laughs) (laughs) it was special (laughs) that's another one but um, did you see the the one i said well it was like what was the mcu like yes yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) bro vince mcmahon he's a fucking funny guy uh but yeah so that's what happened thank god that that's over um but uh, other than loki uh, we went to a premiere last night. Yes. Sasha's Game mm-hmm. by Lexi Gordon. And I wanted to give her her own dedicated like 10 minutes or towards this. Yeah. But wow. What a Dan, film. What a film. What a, what a film. woman. What a powerhouse yeah. in this industry. Absolutely. What are your thoughts on the night and the movie? Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, the night or the movie? Both. Yeah. Like, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just thinking of how to speak about it first. Yeah, yeah. no, the event was great. There were so many. What? How many people there? About 400? Over 440 people there. Yeah, which is an incredible turnout. For a short film. It really though. is a cultural event as well, you know, for it the is. whole Jewish community. What an important time to yeah. do that as well. That's what I was thinking. It's very, it's quite relevant <laughs> yeah. to release this right 100%. now. 100%. Um, yeah, and the film itself was very powerful. It, um, yeah. Lexi definitely has a bright future ahead of her. She does, um, man. Yeah, there were some scenes in particular where I really like felt it in my heart, and I was like, "Yeah." Like I, I mentioned this on the group chat to you earlier. Yeah, I mean, um, that that one scene where they're just talking about identity. Yeah. And, and you know, she because the whole the whole concept of Sasha's game is That's, that yeah. this boy has to pretend to be a girl in order to you know, save his survive own life. the Holocaust. Yeah, to survive the Holocaust. Mm. And um, 
the who who was the character it was that was speaking to the mother uh what do you mean oh the, the one sister that come, is it the sister yes yeah, the sister yeah so the sister yeah. comes in and sees that he's been dressed as a girl and yeah. says you know what about his sense of identity and the mother goes you know if he's dead identity he yeah. yeah if he's dead he's he not going to have an identity and that just that, hit me that i was like you. wow like that was the moment when i went lexi's a real filmmaker brother I've known Lexi is a real filmmaker since the moment I fucking met her, bro. And yeah, yeah, no, I've I've always oh, I know I know yeah. I know yeah, hundred percent. And it's like I've always said to everybody that I've met is that I've never really truly been able. I mean, now there's a different case, but never truly been able to meet somebody that matches the work ethic mm. of myself. Mm. The work ethic, you know, the the way we the films that we make are very similar. We're both mm. been on a parallel. A trajectory with our careers and the films that we make and i've never been able to find somebody that complements my filmmaking journey as much as i have with her which mm. is why i think we get along so well and why yeah. we work so well together yes. and seeing that seeing from the journey from literally from inside uh film school to now it makes me so proud mm. she's a fucking powerhouse and i i truly feel she's like the center of this indie filmmaking mm. industry, especially in New South Wales. Mm, absolutely. Do you feel the same? Yeah, no, 100%. She's just, you have a conversation with her and you can just see how switched on she is. Yeah. How intelligent and passionate she is about film. Yeah. And I feel similarly to you, like you, the passion just drips off you, man. I have a mm. conversation with you about film and I can just, I can S see it. Bro, same with you. And I know we're just, we're not just yeah. sucking each other off right now. <laughs> like, bro, genuinely with yeah. you, it's, it's, that's, uh, that's why I said until now, yeah. like you definitely match me in a lot of ways as well. Yeah. And that's why I think we get along so well and Absolutely, why I'm excited yeah. to work with you as well yeah. properly yeah. Uh, in the future. But yeah. Let, uh, you know, what? I was actually thinking about this earlier today. Yeah. Because I was thinking about you and me and Austin and Fed. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like we all have this passion. Yeah. But we have different flavors. We do. But <laughs> we've talked sense. about this. It's yeah. Fetty the rom-com. Action yeah. guy is Osto. Yeah. You, that's yet to say the horror possibly, yeah. you know. And we just have slightly different ways that we go about approaching things. Yeah. Or like breaking things down or like analyze. Yeah. And it's just, it's the essence of who we are as creators. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's it's really beautiful just it seeing is, man. all these different characters come together yeah. and make the things that mean the most to them. And you know what? I said this in the chat, but like Lexi set the bar so fucking yeah. high for us. Yeah. And you know what? It's fantastic because it gives us something to strive towards. Yes. And I felt this way when I saw Jack's film earlier. The Father. Bro, I've got to yeah. see it. Oh, I've got to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely get him I'll to I'll get him to send it somewhere. to me. Yeah. yeah. And then I feel like Osmar's going to set a bar as awesome. well. Awesome. Like, I, I want him to come to the premiere. I, I, yeah, I don't know if he's bored digging or not, but he yeah. Probably would come. Yeah. Yep. Go on, sir. Yeah, so now this is super inspiring for me, just seeing yes. my peers making yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. that is actually really good quality, professional sure, quality that Insane. you could actually sell to investors, you and know what I mean? And brother, like, I'm just so happy, bro, man. I'm just think so happy. about it. How many people came out of uni doing this? Yeah. Me, you, Lexi, Osto. Mm. Who else? Fetty. Fe no, Fetty hasn't done anything since Broken Record. Oh, uh, in terms in of uni. actually making yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, like making yeah, stuff true. that yeah. want to be a director. Yeah. You know, like true. very limited amount of people. Jack, yeah. Jack's another person. I don't know. He, did he go to JMC? No, he was at AFTT. Sure. Well, Jack's another guy from a different yeah. kind of thing. Like but even, even thinking directors. of my crowd at AFTT, I think he might be the only one in my cohort that That's like what has is, made bro. a short film it's like and out of film school it's so good that we are all so close yeah and it's I like know. Our i'm really lucky to have it's, you boys. it's our circle that are making these fucking professional like 
genuinely professional films that inspire our inner circle yeah. around us. And I know this may come across to this may come across sounding dickish or whatever, mm. but like if there's a circle to be in, especially in the indie industry, to you know up your inspiration, up your motivation and give you those goals to strive towards. It's our circle that we have, mm. you know, we're so lucky. We're so lucky because yeah. we are genuinely some of the only people that are doing it in our, in our little circle. And I've realized recently how important this podcast is for so many people. Brother. As well. And I just want to say to you yes. guys who are yeah, listening, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. Mm. And it really means the world to me that our words are mean something to you guys, you know, and, if they inspire you in any way or you can just relate to them or, you know, you just feel like you're going through a similar journey, I, you know, it. I'm just, I'm so grateful that we're all doing this together. Mate. And, you know, this is what life is about. This is what filmmaking and being a creative is about. It's fantastic. So, and, bro, yeah. I said to you this morning, I don't look at the podcast analytics, so I have no idea how many people watch or listen or whatever. But it's like we're now getting to the point where we – I won't say in the public go out and get noticed, but like we in our in the little indie filmmaking bubble, because that's basically what this film podcast is directed towards. Yes. We get people coming up and going, Hey, I listen to the podcast, yeah. or I've seen the clip. Yeah. Just shows how important the clips are yeah. as well. And it's like it's it's fantastic. It makes it feel like it's worth it. A hundred percent. And that's again, it wasn't like that wasn't the reason why we started it. The mm. reason why we started was to do the week to week For our own hold each other accountable. Yeah. But if it helps hold other people accountable, thousand or, percent, you mate. know, other people learn a thing or two or they just feel like they can belong or understand or relate, that's so much more than I could have. Hundred percent, you know? and like so. we are so lucky to be in our circle. But you know, you guys as well. Like yeah. we have the best insight, and not necessarily from us as well, but like from the people that we surround ourselves mm. with. Like the best insight into the indie industry yeah. with the powerhouses like Lexi, yeah. who are in our little like circle as well. Um, but going back to that film as mm. well, wow! Just I think, and I've always said this is that. The moment you can understand what a director is trying to portray, yes. especially through their themes, that's the most important. You can feel the themes, yes. you can see the themes, you can hear the themes. Themes are the most important. Identity was more yes. prominent than ever in that film last night. And the night. casting was brilliant. Fantastic. Keanu, the main actor, oh yeah, my yeah, yeah, God, yeah. I could not get over how good he was. I loved The Mother. Yeah, I, I, Unfortunately, I don't know her name, I'm sorry, but like she was fantastic. Yeah. And for me, the best part of that film. Side yeah. by side with the sound design. I was really looking at Keanu when he had... I, I think one of the signs of a great actor is that in the moments where they're just watching and reacting, yeah. you can tell exactly what they're thinking. Yeah. And there were just several moments where, you know, like when the Nazis come in and he's sort of sitting there just like anticipating what's going to happen and his eyes just move around like he's like... Yeah, so the nuances. Yeah, mm. and that, like, I was like... I'm looking at him and I'm seeing the character. I'm not seeing a kid yeah. thinking, what's my next oh, line? Oh, for I'm sure. Seeing, Same with me, mate. I'm seeing 100%. a character. I'm seeing a child that's scared because the Nazis are about to interrogate yeah. him. And that yeah, yeah, yeah. is everything in a film. Believability. Bro, suspension shit. of disbelief. 
it's yeah. just it was incredible and the the production value on it yeah. as well Tec- like all the technicalities are amazing oh, mate. locations yeah so such an immersive film and all the little cgi was have you great. seen the behind the scenes videos that she's released I have as been, well yeah, it's them. like it's fantastic like the yeah. the snow was made from grated soap yeah like yeah, yeah. and like how they did the car it so scene good as well. do you know how they did the car oh, scene how like did they do that? so chris who's the dop yeah. uh uh constructed this 3D world and environment in Blender. And he then made a 4D render of it and projected that onto like a screen. I thought it was a projector, yeah. And then that's how they did the car moves. And they they like did the cars. Uh, You know what? She she held a Q and A last night as well at the end, mm. and um, some guy stole my question about. I was gonna say, oh, uh, you know, how hard is it to adapt a book, Lexi? Yeah. Like, um, but there was another <laughs> thing. I was like, fuck. I was like to Lexi, I was gonna say she has this obsession with fucking vintage cars. She has to have one in every single film she's made, right. and she has in Bad Beat, in Girl, in this. Right. Always a vintage car, and it always causes her stress. And I don't think that's gonna stop any top. They soon, look beautiful so. on screen. They I don't do. Blame her. She, she nailed it. I'm super proud. I uh, hope you guys go and support the film when yes. it's out in film festivals because not only is this film so important for right now and the climate that we're in, um, but you know, if you want to support the next upcoming big filmmaker, bro, there's your person right now, and she's from Australia mm-hmm. and in our environment, and you know, she's amazing. So shout out to Lexi, Lexi Gordon, everyone, incredible. Sasha's game, round of applause. Well done. Um, anyways, that was that. Let's move on to the progress. Dan, 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 it's been a couple of weeks, three weeks or so. Yes. You've made a lot of progress. Yes. What's been happening on your film, which is still not announced, the title of yet? Well, let's announce it right now. <laughs> let's go, brother. Tell oh, us. <laughs> this is actually really funny. Go. Because the title... <laughs> Is the same as the film that um, Austin just made, except different spelling. Yeah. And what is it? Baron. <laughs> but spelled B A R R E N instead of B A R. Baron and Baron. Yes. Wow. Which fit very much is fitting to the themes of the film. Wow. So, um, yeah, I don't, that, that's the title that Anya came up with and I like it enough sure. to keep it. So Love it. it. It might be a little bit confusing when we're talking about things, but. Baron Baron, yeah. is he? But yeah. All right, tell Baron. us what have you been, what, what have you been doing with it? You got a producer um, attached. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So we finally officially started pre-production. Gave nice. ourselves exactly three months. Yep. Um, the first week we focused on we, we started off easy. Mm-hmm. We just looked at insurance and our options for insurance. And Jack showed me a company for public company. liability. Yeah, I have a company as well. If you oh, want, oh, you do. I, okay, ha- I have public that. liability. I have like. Uh, I think it was like 20 mil. Okay, cool. Mm. Yeah. I think that's the, the company. standard. That is the standard. Yeah. 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 It's good, but definitely you got you got to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, go on. Yeah. So that was our task for the first week, just looking into that. And Jack just sent me a link to the one he has. So pretty easy. And I'm not going to pay for it until we get closer yeah, to that anyway. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah. So if you could send me yours as well, that would be great. Will do, my friend. And then this week, um, starting on the Bible, and then I need to put things together to send out for when we do auditions. Like yep. just like, you know, casting, uh, casting call. Yeah. So like, you know, who I'm looking for and the casting is so important in this film. It's mm. probably the most important aspect of the film mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the age of the actors as well. I need a male and a female who are 
in their thirties, mm-hmm. which most of the actors I know are quite young in their twenties because it's people I went to film yep. school with and stuff. So that's a new challenge for me, and it's the performances are quite challenging as well. They're very emotional roles, mm-hmm. and one of the roles, the male, he essentially has to play two characters. He has to play himself, who's quite like deranged, and then another more subdued version of himself, which is when the creature takes his form. Yeah, so he's he's. Playing two different characters in one body, essentially. Nice. Yep. Um, and then the the lead, she she just has to have like this sense of vulnerability, but also it's gonna sound so stupid. Oh, she has strength, but vulnerability, if that makes sense. Yeah, you can. Um, but she's like lost, a bit of a lost character, but she just has this desire that cannot be. Um, what's the word? Like it. She will not stop at anything until she gets her goal. You I know think what I, mean? I think that might be easier for you than you think because I think for someone to yeah. be vulnerable, they have to be strong. Mm. Deep. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but and I remember a few weeks ago you asked me what drew me to the film. Yeah. Or like. Yeah, you said you're going to think about it. Yeah, and I did, and I still have like I've definitely thought about it, but I haven't. I want to like write down a proper. Director statement. statement. Yeah. Because yeah. it's That's part of the things, yeah. I've thought about it because I think it was a subconscious thing that was calling me. Nice. But now I've started to think, what actually is it? And there are certain themes, like, I'm always drawn towards films about underdogs and mm. films where somebody just has a burning desire for something that cannot be wavered. That's the word I was looking for, nice. wavered. Oh, there's just something about that theme that I really resonate with so deeply. Like my two favorite films, Good Will Hunting is about somebody who has potential but mm-hmm. is not living up to that potential. Mm-hmm. And second favorite film, Whiplash, about someone who, <laughs> who wants to be something. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, for the longest time I thought Good Will Hunting was a movie about hunting deers. <laughs> Anyways, then I found out was the guy's name. Anyways, yeah. continue. And he's a good man. Wow, there you go. <laughs> Matt Damon, everyone. Well, Matt um, Damon. Yeah, so it's it's that that theme just resonates with me. And I think it's because I've always been very ambitious and entrepreneurial and just had such strong goals and desires, which like I feel like I'm at a point in my life right now where that's actually being challenged a bit as well. Yep. Cuz you know, with this I'm earning a little bit of money and I'm working a job that's a little easier and a little bit more relaxed and I'm mm-hmm. like I can feel myself seeping into this comfort nice and when you're in that comfort as you know sometimes it's easy to get stuck there and that's what happens to most people but Mm. i think i just have to remind myself what i really want in this life yeah and that's to make films yeah i was actually i wanted to dig in a bit more because i was thinking about this actually through the week yeah um and i'm not to sidetrack you from the topic but i was actually i wish Freddy was on here as well but Mm. i'm like he's great with this stuff I when it comes to reality TV, yeah. it just for an, it's not making sense to me. I don't, and maybe you can help me here, but I don't understand why you guys are doing reality TV instead of making stuff. Mm. You you you're fine because you're directing, but it's been bugging me, and I don't know what it yeah. is. It like it it almost like annoys me. Not the fact that you're doing it; it's fine, but it's like Fetty, who says he wants to be a producer and director, is doing this and only this. I don't get it. it yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it actually does come back to what I just said about safety because it's like mm. connected to the industry in a way that you is can it get though rel- enough? 
Well, that's he. He might in his mind, he might be thinking that it is. But okay, I actually okay, okay. am with you in yeah. the sense that, like, if you want to make films, and that's that's why I didn't keep doing. I'm that. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying it's you. I'm almost saying like, like just in general. Because me, I I was dabbling around in everything yes, else before, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I did yeah. Sky News. I did the videography. Yeah, and yeah That's yeah. all stuff that's like kind of relevant, but mm. not really. That's that's why, bro. Channel Ten as well. It's like why yeah. I kind of got into it. Then I realized it's. Not really in the direction. Exactly. But it's good money maker. Exactly, that's, because yeah. it's so easy to just segue into something that's kind of similar because there's reliable work there and yes. you make yourself comfortable. Yeah, okay, cool. There you go. Clear And that's 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 the answer. And I think yeah, I think what will help is if Fetty directs his own film. And which it sounds like he he's writing to. something at the moment. Exactly. So he's he's Well this has been writing for a year, so we'll and see we'll see what a script's made, Fetty, all right? You know what? We don't know everything either. Maybe he will make some contacts in the reality Fantastic. industry that can lead to, to yes. bigger and better things Maybe. for him. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Sorry mate, continue with your progress. The Bible you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, so I think I'm really just trying to strengthen um my intentions with the film. Mm. And I want to get back into analyzing um I mean, I've, I've done a fair bit of analyzing the script already and I'm always very visual, so I'm always picturing the shots and stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Once I get the DOP on board, I want to definitely see what his ideas are. Okay. His or her ideas. Yep. Um, and then what, yeah, so this week was just Bible stuff, mm-hmm. um, cast stuff, which I haven't really touched yet, but I definitely need to prioritize that because another thing is I want to workshop with the actors. Um, That's the way, man. Yeah, I want to run them through the dialogue. I might. I'm thinking of even asking Anya to write a scene specifically for auditions, just a scene that's a bit longer that would test the range of the actors. Are you saying there's not enough? There's only there's only really one scene in the script that the actors can go over, and I don't know if it covers all the emotional bases. Unless I run them through a couple of scenes, but it's like. You know what I mean? There's that one scene where they argue, but then later on, it's it's all just things. Well, n- but the audition doesn't necessarily have to be all dialogue. If you're looking for something else for them to do, that is can. true. I could do the the that scene where they first have conflict, and yeah. I could do like the last scene. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I, there's always different ways well, to go That's more about of the physicality it. of yeah, the, for sure, the for film. sure. So that could work. Yep. Yeah. What else? Um. I've been. Oh, I did this a while ago, but coming back to it and adding more, I put together like a horror playlist that I listen to when I'm writing and it nice. gets me in the mood and stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Is Do Halloween you, theme song on there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it is. I should add it. Uh, no, Do I know you what add, you're gonna say. No, I'm not a big music guy. Oh uh, yeah, but um, not a, you listen to soundtracks. Okay, yeah, you? soundtracks are a bit different. Um, and you know what. I don't make playlists, but I do get inspired. Like June yeah. was the biggest inspiration for us. June and Bridgerton, yeah. which is kind of what we were like going for anyway. Because um, for me, like I find that when you're writing or when you're thinking about your film or whatever, at least for me, it's if I'm not listening to music or I'm very, like I've been consuming a lot of one genre, right? If I've yeah. just been watching heaps of stuff and like doing whatever, I find it very easy to slip into different genres. Mm. Like I might be writing a, a oh, drama. like whilst you're writing. Yeah, like I might be writing a drama, and then I'm like, oh, this could be a really funny moment, and then I I forget. Hang on, I'm not writing a comedy. Yeah, you, know I mean? you have I've to cater to the genre. Kind of felt the same, but I'll get into that. Sorry, yeah, go. Yeah, no, 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 you have. I think you have to cater to the genre, and having a soundtrack that's specific to what I'm writing really helps me focus in on the genre yeah. that I'm writing. Yeah, 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 and it helps me feel the beats and what they should feel like as I'm writing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. 100% it yeah. does, man. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What else? So you've... Yeah. I think... Go on. I'm trying to 
think is there any more other than that i've been um have you been, have you got your eye on any actors as well oh i've got a few offers like you've mentioned a couple yeah me yep. jack's mentioned a couple but i think i want to also send that a listing jack sounds like he's got his head screwed on he does i like yeah, the sound of it and he sounds yeah. like a really fucking genuine guy when yeah I he night, is so. he is and as you said he's he's serious about filmmaking amazing i love it love people yeah. like that mate. yeah and he's just like i didn't even ask him to produce he just started helping me yeah, he, like, he like introduced yeah. me, in, introduced himself last night like, as your producer. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't the first time. No, 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 no. He is now. He but is now. That's what yeah. I meant. Like he's, we made you know, official. he's like, see, that's amazing. Then, we were just, he just started helping me. I'm like, Facebook official. <laughs> <laughs> he just started helping <laughs> me. And I'm like, do you want to be my producer? He's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, is he working on anything as well? At the moment, I think he's probably starting to look at doing the festival run for his. Film. Oh, that's what he said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck that. I don't that, know if he's working on writing anything. Else. Oh, probably. I think he's writing the feature for the because it's a proof of concept. Yeah. Right. He's writing the feature for that film. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. What else, bro? Is that a bit? I think that's it. Nice. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah. So it's been. Uh, yeah, we well, we still haven't finished Ozma. <laughs> Exciting. We're getting close to the yeah, premiere we, now. Oh, man. yeah. Last How night. Last, yeah, oh, fine, bro. I don't yeah. really get nervous about that stuff. Um, It's more excitement. Actually, you know what? I find it hard to get excited as well. Yeah. But like when I'm there, I have a great time. Why it's, do you find it hard to get excited? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because I've done it before. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, no. I am excited. But this I, is on I a bigger excited. scale. Yeah, I know it is. I know it is. How many people did you have at your last premiere versus this? 77. Year? And right now we've sold 287. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> That's amazing. Very So, I know. Uh, you okay, know what? Like, I, I don't think me not being excited is the right word. I, I am excited. I do actually have a question for you. Okay. You're, you're a competitive person, right? Uh, you asked me this last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you heard about how many people Lexi was having, uh -huh. were you like, wow, I want to pump my numbers up? Absolutely not. I was so fucking proud of her. Yeah, of course. Happy. I'm not saying that you're not. No, 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 no. And it's good to have a competitive streak as well, I think. No, Lexi. not at all. I, I, I'm, oh, I, I don't know. I've always, I think what's helped me, not helped me, I, there's nothing to help, but like, I've always seen Lexi as some, th as like her achievements and the stuff that she's doing as something to strive towards. Yeah. I always view, she is one of my main idols mm. when it comes to filmmaking. Mm. So there is no competition. It's more so me wanting to make the quality stuff that she does. And when it comes to numbers, like, I'm hoping one day to to get there. And yeah. in saying that, bro, there's only like a fucking, hopefully, I don't know, like 150 seat difference. But at the end of the day, dude, I'm so happy she fucking got that amount. And no, I don't. There's no sense of sense of competition. I think the sense of competition was in myself. I, I, I want to I wanna get above 300 tickets. We're at 287 at the moment. And as long I want to get over 300 just for the pure fact as, it's better to say, yeah, I had 300 people at my premiere than 287. It just yeah. rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. That's the only sense of competition That's that fair. I have. And it's with myself. Um, but but yeah, no, I, I am. I'm getting excited. And last night, seeing how everybody rallied and seeing all the, all the indie filmmaking community come together, um, I'm excited. And I think mine will be less, less indie filmmaking uh, community as much as I want it to be like I want it to be bigger than I think it's going to be because Lexi has a bigger outreach than me mm. um, and people see her stuff and stuff way much more and another thing just to strive towards mm. um, 
I think mine, there's a lot of people like friends, family and stuff that are making up most of the numbers. But you know what? There is a good chunk of people I've never met and people that are in this industry, which I've been fantastic. Like, And, and it's come off the, the, the yeah. It's a Film Productions Instagram page. Yeah, very nice. Um, so I, I'm excited. I'm excited to meet people. It's um, I'm excited for everybody that's been supporting to see everything that's gone into this. Um as well as like the actors and the crew as well. Like Mariah was there last yeah. night, um, PD. Um, and yeah, I'm, I am just, maybe I am excited. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. No, you I, should be. Man. Yeah, I'm excited. And then sorted out a photographer uh, for that. My normal photographer wasn't available. So he passed, pardon me, passed me on to somebody else who quoted me something outrageous, said mm. no, and found somebody else uh, who's Sarah's, uh, Sarah's best mate's boyfriend's friend. Right. Um, and I've met him I met him the other week. So yeah, he's signed on for a great price as well. So mm -hmm. get him to come. Um I'm not having a media wall, um, because I know how much that cost Lexi. I just don't think I just don't think for me it's worth doing. That's I fair. think they may have a media wall there anyway for palace cinemas or whatever, and mm. I think that's good enough. Yeah. Uh but I did get a poster made. It yes. came in the mail last night and fuck it, hell bro, it is so cool. Yeah. So like it's massive. It's like the posters that you see when you walk into the cinemas. Oh, yeah. And oh, it's like, sick. wow, wow. Yeah. I'm like, this is so real. There's like it's funny because it's the little things. Well, yeah. not really little, but like it's the little things that like amaze me in this whole process of things and especially seeing the poster in fucking A0 size. Not A4, not A3, <laughs> not A2, not A1, A0. A0. Do we even know A0 existed? Is no. that the biggest size? That is the biggest you can get wow. um, before you turn into a fucking billboard or whatever. I don't know. But it's the biggest What's size that, that like I could a possibly negative get. Uh, mate, <laughs> no fucking idea, eh? A minus 24. You never know. A24. Imagine that. A24 had a competitor minus <laughs> A24. <laughs> the evil parallel. The evil, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, half the shit they, they make just is already some like new that. merch. A24? Yeah. Well, I mean, they are, I'm always checking out their store, always I'm buying stuff. I'm a sucker stuff. for merch, man. But they, they had the whole, um, I've got it, the Hereditary screenplay as like a hard, hardcover Really? Book, and they've just released the Midsummer one, so I want to get it. Wow. Yeah. That's such an amazing birthday gift. So shout out to Sarah and my mom if you're listening. You know, some screenplay hardcovers. Where do you get them? The A24. A24 store. shop online. Yeah. Yeah. Midsummer. There you go. That's an idea. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Sarah as well. Yes. Um, my amazing Sarah. girlfriend who's been an amazing support throughout this whole thing. She's had a bit of a shit go the last couple of weeks. She's been doing a placement um, for nursing up in Orange and mm. she ended up getting COVID after two days. Had to come back down, stay here for seven days isolated, then go back up to Orange and finishing her nursing and she's coming home tonight. So round of mm. applause. Round of applause for Sarah. Woo! On you, Sarah. Um, but yeah, sorry. Going back to the premiere, I yeah. am, yes, I am excited. Yeah, so we sorted the post start we sorted the um photographer uh i got uh the cast introductions done by luke who's over in the uk and he's introducing the cast so i gotta clip that little video up um and then all i'm waiting on now is federico's message that he's going to be sending mm -hmm. um and then i'm waiting on the film and then we go and test it on the 27th of november um, i'm going up to Lockie's like uh, a week before that to finalize everything i gotta go during that week after i finalize everything get everything Convert, converted into DCP so mm -hmm. they can play it um, and then from there yeah we'll just uh, hopefully we get over 300 people and uh, 
premieres December the 6th. So if you guys want to grab tickets, cheapest, cheapest chips, mate. Cheapest chippies. They're, they're fucking $10 roos. Uh, Not bad. Just search up Osmo on Google. You'll find it. Very <laughs> <laughs> um, But other than that, I've been continuing working on my script. Um, and wow, I cannot write short, short films for the life of me. I, I struggle, mate. I really struggle. I I am up to 18 pages and I have uh, just less than half of the script left to write. Mm. So I think it's going to end up being an out like 30 pages or whatever, but then I'll call and stuff like that. Two's a Lesson and Ozma were like originally 26, 25 pages. So I was able to get that down. I think yeah. I can do it the same here. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, again, I'm so proud of it. And, yeah. you know, you mentioned something earlier that I wanted to bring up. And it was like, uh, you know, what was it? The When you're writing, you go into z- different genres. Yeah. And I think for the, the piece that I'm writing, I've, I don't know if I'm just... I, I just laugh. I, I laugh at myself. I'm not funny, but some of the stuff I write is quite like comedic. And I'm like, you know what, yeah. Josh, that was that was pretty good. And I'm there laughing at myself, just watching no one else laugh at the jokes that I make. Um, but this film has like more more than I thought turned in not not a comedy, but like I think in the dark like themes and the dark kind of sad movie that this is, yeah. I've naturally come to these comedic moments to show the light in the movie which you have to and I can't, I'm not really revealing much of this, the, the script or the story which nobody knows except me and Taha um, but I think in the, in, in, the, in the dark script that it is it needs a bit of light and I found myself more than not uh, writing a bit of comedy which I didn't um, expect to but yeah. it sort of touches upon one of the issues with my strategy of writing mm-hmm. which is like not so much preparation, more just the feel of it. Uh-huh. And sometimes I find that I lose the essence of what I was originally trying to create yeah. when I start writing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what's this movie even about? What are the themes even about? Because I've just started yeah. going off on different tangents. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. You, you lose but, the essence of what you started off with. The but idea. I love that. I think going off a different tangent. Sometimes tangents. it can be better, but then sometimes you just keep changing things for the sake of changing them. And then yeah. the end result is not what you wanted. Yeah. Look, I think... I, you're right. I think the way that you do it, that happens. But I think this is why I think the way that I prepared for this worked for me is that I did so much work prior and I knew everything. I knew everything. I knew where I wanted to start and I knew every single beat of the movie. Um, I think that it hasn't lost its true essence of it because I knew what it was all along because I'm not kind of finding it as I go. Instead, it's just, built on it and added another layer which works for me and for the story um it's not too comedic to make it a comedy it's very much so like Malcolm and Marie I, I I'm selling this film as um fuck what did I have it as oh shit it was Malcolm and Marie meet something else I can't remember what I fucking said mm. anyways but it's very Malcolm and Marie where Memento. they Memento. Memento meets Malcolm and Marie. And Malcolm and Marie have those moments where, where they're not fighting, where it's tender and you see their yeah. relationship. And that's what I'm talking about. Mm. And the more I like talk about it, it's very much Malcolm and Marie and Memento. Like I couldn't think of a better combination of films to say what it mm-hmm. is to mix to what mm. it is. Um, and although it may, Malcolm and Marie may not be 
everybody's favorite movie um it's definitely captures the essence of it and it's a great way to explain it but yes i'm 18 pages into that um i can't wait for you guys to read i definitely i definitely have to go over i'm not changing anything i've stopped myself i'm just writing it and then i'll go over it at the end and then change it or whatnot um and i'll do one pass through um and then i'll send it to you guys well actually i'll send it to taha first see what he thinks about it then once he's happy with it, he gives me his feedback. Then I'll send it to you guys, mm-hmm. close circle. Um, and, you know, I don't hold back on your guys' feedback, so I don't expect you guys to either. And I think that's what's really helped me over the years as well, going to you guys and um, giving me feedback on, on the script. And I think definitely for something like this, especially if I'm looking to cut down, mm. um, the feedback will be more helpful than ever. Yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, that's it, my friend. That's all I've been doing. Very good. Let's move on to the dependent variable. All right, guys, we have reached the variable. Is it just called the variable <laughs> now? I think we just fucking call it the variable. Oh, my God. Because we don't know science. So okay. this is just this is the, variable. the variable. We're filmmakers, not scientists. But some would say sure. some filmmakers are scientists, but we are not. Uh, we're going to do the same as last week, guys. Uh, we thought that was a pretty fun segment. Had a few laughs. We're going to go through the worldwide box office we're going to go year by year what we're going to do we're going to get the top five of that year we're going to do some guessing games on what we think the order of those top five movies are uh from highest to lowest in terms of box office then we'll rate them in what we think um those films should be rated in in terms of our own opinions um so we got we last week we did 2010 2011 2013 2014 2015 I reckon we do 2016, 2017, 2018 today. Sounds good. Sounds good. 2016. So I'm going to do this for you, then we'll switch. Okay. I'm going to give you the top five grossing movies of 2016, and then I want you to guess what you think order from five to one they rank in. So in no particular order, Finding Dory, Star Wars A Rogue One, A Rogue One? Star Wars Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Zootopia, the Jungle Book and Captain America: Civil War. Ooh, well, I, I feel like I know what number one is. What's number one? Civil War. That is correct. Okay. So now you have Rogue One, Finding Dory, Zootopia, and Jungle Book. What's number five? Yeah, the animated movies always do surprisingly well. What um, do you reckon? The Jungle Book, Zootopia, Rogue One, Finding Dory. I think it's Rogue One. At number five. Yeah. Incorrect. Ooh. So let me let me just preface: Captain America: uh, Civil War was one point one billion at the worldwide box office. So number five was The Jungle Book at nine hundred and sixty-six million. Mm-hmm. Um, the live-action recreation. So now number four, you have either Finding Dory, Rogue One, or Zootopia. Have a think, my friend. Come on, spit it um, out. Finding Dory. Incorrect. Oh, what? You have Zootopia at number four at uh, $1 billion. Okay. Wow. Didn't expect that. Now, number three, it's either Rogue One or Finding Dory. Rogue One. Incorrect. <laughs> okay. I you, got, in you got one. What did I get? Civil War. It's yeah. Finding Dory. Number three at $1 billion as well. Number two, Rogue One at yeah, also okay. $1 billion. Sense. That makes sense. 56 mil. But now- out of five, we're going to rank these and what, like, movie-wise, how you enjoy them. So we got Captain America, Rogue One, uh, Finding Dory, Zootopia, Jungle Book. For me? I did like Jungle Book, actually. I yeah, that was so really did fun. I. Yeah. So did I. It was great. I think I've got my, my rating right here. I think, for me, it goes 
Rogue One, yeah. um, Captain America Civil War, mm-hmm. Jungle Book, Zootopia, Finding Dory. I haven't even seen Finding Dory yet. But All I right. think my order is the same as yours, except did you say Rogue One was number one? Yes. Okay, I'd switch Rogue One and Civil War. Maybe Fair even enough, put Rogue One to number three. Because and I, put Jungle Book I like Rogue One, but I've already told you this. I found the characters hard to get attached yes, to. Yes, you did. You did. Yeah. All right. So, well done. So that was, uh, you got one out of five. We're going to do you again, mm-hmm. and then we'll go to me. Okay. All right. Now, top five of 2017, my friend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read you the numbers. We have 962 million. We got 1.34 billion. Mm-hmm. One point, oh, sorry, one billion 34 million we mm. have then a jump to 1.2 billion mm. also number two 1.2 billion and number one 1.3 billion so okay. in no particular order the fate of the furious <laughs> despicable me three <laughs> star wars the last jedi your favorite oh. beauty and the beast and jumanji welcome to the jungle what? number five what do you reckon Jumanji, Despicable Me, Fate of the Furious, Beauty and the Beast, or Star Wars? Was it Fate of the Furious? Incorrect. Number five was Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle okay. at 962 million. That was going to be my second million. Yeah. Number four. How did you, that make so much? I don't know. <laughs> Number four. It's a franchise. Number four, you have Fate of the Furious, Beauty and the Beast, Despicable Me, or The Last Jedi. Beauty of the Beast? Incorrect. Oh. You have Despicable Me 3 at 1.034 billion. Okay. Number three, you have Fate of the Furious, Last Jedi, or Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast? Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Fate of the Furious at 1.236 billion. Yeah, right. Now two, top okay. two. Now think, because Surely. it might not be what you think. Oh, really? You have The Last Jedi or Beauty and the Beast. There's no way Beauty two. and the Beast made more than Star Wars. It was a live action adaptation. Just Still. keep that in mind. Was what any good? Your, I never watched it. I loved it. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? That's no indication that it's good. <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck you then. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you said it. This isn't gonna go the way that you think. Yeah, that Luke yeah I do, of course, man. <laughs> um, From my favorite movie, The well, Last you, Jedi. You saying that makes me think that Last Jedi is number two, but then you could also be using reverse psychology and it's number one. Um, I'm gonna say Beauty and the Beast is number one. Ba-ba! <laughs> You got zero out of no. Beauty and the Beast, number two, 1.263 billion. And uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi, okay. number one, 1.3 right, billion. Fair enough. Now ranking out of uh, your ranking for five. Last Jedi is number five. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I haven't okay. seen Beauty and the Beast. For me. Oh, but then Fae the Furious isn't very good either. Last Jedi, Beauty and the Beast. Um. Uh, fuck. I don't. I don't think I've even seen Despicable Me three. So then it goes. Jumanji. Yeah, uh, Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle wasn't great. I'm gonna go. Fate Was of that the, Furious. the first Jumanji nah, uh, second. reboot? Second. Oh wait. Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to yeah, so they had obviously Jumanji, got the, the next level. Oh, so it was the first one. Oh yeah, yeah okay. For me, I, it goes. I, like that. I love that too. Yeah. Last Jedi, Beauty and the Beast, Jumanji, Fate of the Furious, Despicable Me three. Say it again one more time. Number one, Last Jedi. Number two, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Number three, Jumanji. Yeah. Number four, Fate of the Furious. Number five, Despicable Me three. Okay. You. Yeah, I probably agree with that. I don't know. I'm not super passionate about any of those movies. Fair enough. They're all kind of crap. That was right. a bad year for me. 2018. Okay. Read out the numbers and then do no particular order. 2018. 
Is okay. it there? Yeah, yeah. So what? Start from lowest to highest. So yeah, in numbers wise, don't say the name, just the numbers. Okay, so we got one point one five one billion, one point two four two billion. Fuck! So they're all one billions. Yeah, Fuck. this was a big year. Okay, one point three oh eight billion. Okay, one point three four six billion. Okay, and then two billion. Oh my god! Okay, twenty eighteen. Okay, I can already say that yeah. it's Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I I just knew that straight away. Yeah. All right, um, read out the rest. Okay, am me. I just reading? Yeah, just in no particular order. Okay, the top right, five. Right, right, right. So we got Incredibles two. Okay, we got Black Panther. We got Avengers Infinity War. Did Black Panther and Infinity War come out the same year? Um, they must have. Yeah, because they released multiple Marvel movies a year. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yep. Um. Yeah. So. Black Panther, Infinity War, Incredibles yep. 2, Jurassic yep. World, Fallen mm-hmm. Kingdom, and Aquaman. Fuck. Okay. Now, I know that Aquaman did quite well, and I also, it's up against Jurassic World. I'm going to go Infinity War 1, Black Panther 2. Um, Is that correct so far? Yes. Uh, third, I know Aquaman just made over a billion. Third, I'm going to go Jurassic World. <laughs> You're good at this. And well, the last two? Um, Aquaman and The Incredibles 2. I am going to go Aquaman number four and Incredibles f- number five. No. Ah, shit. Other, other way around. Ah, okay. So, but you did pretty well. Okay. Okay. All right. That That is a big year. Yeah. Shit. All right. What would you rank them in your ratings? Think, my friend. Um, I don't think I saw Jurassic World. Oh, you know, people shit on the Jurassic World movies. I fucking love them. Mm. Damn. I've got to say. I like the first Jurassic World. I yeah. Um, okay. Infinity Wars number one. Yep. Incredibles two is number two. Yep. Ooh, Aquaman number three. I I really like the action scenes in Aquaman. Yep. Yep. Um, Black Panther number four, yep. and then Jurassic World because I haven't seen it. So. Sweet. Now well, I'll do it. So for me, number one, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go. Um. Uh, Fallen Kingdom. I actually really like that movie. Number three, okay. I'm going to go Aquaman. Uh, number four, I'm going to go Incredibles. Number five, I'm going to go Black Panther. Oh, you didn't like Black Panther? Like I did, but on the rewatch, it, w- it wasn't that amazing. Yeah, I think the CGI I don't like how the was very bad as well. Yeah. All right, we're going to do one more, 2019. Okay. You just, did you just look? Oh. No. Okay, I think Endgame came out in 2019, so I think that's number one. Yeah, okay. So I'm reading out the amounts. Yeah, read out the amounts. All right, we've got 1.128 billion. Holy shit. <laughs> 1.131 1 billion. Fuck. 1.450 billion. Something that's just ridiculous. Holy 1. shit. 1.656 billion. <laughs> then it jumps up to 2.79 <laughs> billion. What could that be? Oh, shit. All right, what are the movies? Okay, so we got Frozen 2, Captain Marvel, <sighs> Avengers Endgame. Okay. Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, my God. The Lion King. Oh, fuck. Okay. Number one. This is actually, this is surprising to me. Number one, Endgame. Yep. Um, Number two, we're going to go Lion King. Yes. You're good. Um, And then what are the last three? Um, Spider-Man Far From Home, Frozen mm-hmm. 2, Captain Marvel. Frozen 2, number three? Yes. And then we're going to go Far From Home and then Captain Marvel. Yeah, you got them all. Damn. Very good. There you go. Very good. Uh, I can't believe how much money Frozen made. That's nuts. Oh, no. All right, what would you rank them? 
Um, I haven't even seen Lion King. I haven't seen Frozen 2. Yeah. Um, so I'll just rank Endgame, Far From Home, and Captain Marvel. Actually, okay. it's in that order, probably. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. What uh, would you rank? I will rate it. Number one, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Far From Home. Uh, number three, number three, we'll go Captain Marvel. Number four, we'll go Far From. Oh wait, no, what did I say? No, sorry, Endgame. Yeah, Endgame, Far From Home, Captain Marvel, Lion King, Frozen Two. Hated Frozen Two. It was ridiculous. Actually, I kind of enjoyed Captain Marvel. I'm surprised Star Wars wasn't higher because Star Wars was number seven. Then you. All right, we're gonna do one more because we mm-hmm. did five last time. So 2020, Daniel. What the fuck? Oh, COVID. Okay. Bro. Oh, it just drops. Yeah. yeah. Ten, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Out of no particular order. Okay, fuck it. We're going to go worldwide box office. So number one and uh, number five, we go 365 mil. How much yeah. of a drop that is? Yeah, there? Well, yeah. Um, My people, my homeland, 422 mil. Oh, are you just telling me what they are? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Damn it. I've never even heard of that movie. What is Sorry, that? Sorry, okay. 365 mil, 420 mil, uh, 426 mil, 453 mil, and 461 mil. These are the movies. In no particular order, yeah. we have My People, My Homeland, Tenant, Bad Boys for Life, Demon Slayer, mm. and The 800. I've seen only Tenant and Bad Boys for Life, which yeah, I walked out is of. Is Tenant so. number one? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Tenants number five. Oh. Yeah. Okay. My people, my homeland, bad boys for life, the 800. Didn't you say slammer. my people was number wow, four? Wow, congrats. You got one out of four. <laughs> that's number there four. There you go. That's number four. Now, number three, it's either the 800, bad boys for life, or demon slayer. I'm going to say bad boys for life. For number three? Yeah. Correct. Yes. All right. And then you have demon slayer or the 800. Demon slayer. Number two? Correct. Yes. And then number one, 800. Well what is the 800? Oh my God, I don't know, eh? You know what I found with Austin last week? Um, I know you haven't listened to the potty yet, uh, but uh, the 800 is a Chinese movie by the looks of it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, like back in the days, like the 1990s, bro, th- those top five lists, you had rom-coms yeah. that were making those top five lists, yeah, like yeah. with 300. Because it was all about cast back then. Rom- yeah, rom-coms ain't making 300 no. mil these days, mate. No They never make comedies way. anymore. They don't. So sad. No, of course I know. It sucks. Um, they need to bring it back. They do, but it just doesn't make money. There, there are other factors at play as well. Unless you're a twenty-four, then maybe I feel like you could do a success. A black comedy, movie. yeah. Um, but I think that's it, Dan. That was Let's a good podcast, a little my friend. Let a bow on this episode. God, you've been out to bring Russ, bro. You've been out for too long. Yeah, bro. Say it again. Let's tie a little bow in this episode. Alrighty, guys. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you and we see you and we now we love you. you. We love you. Um, and thank you guys for all the nice comments when you see us and stuff like that. Appreciate Um, it. Really appreciate it. Uh, It's glad to know that this is reaching the people that we wanted it to. Um, so yeah, thank you for that. If you want to catch us, the full podcasts are at the pre-production meeting on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and catch us on Instagram at the pre-prod pod. And we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you. Peace.